Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear, I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! <laughs> Westwood One presents <laughs> The Final Word. The Final, the final, word. The final word. With Frangela. Frangela. The Final Frangela. Word. We are beyond uh, psyched, honored, and confused about how this, this lovely, incredibly talented man um, ended up coming to grace us for a dialogue here at The Final Word. Uh, so please welcome with us Danny Zucker. Hello! Thank you. I thought this was Joe Rogan. And so I, I knew there was I, a mistake. I, I, I made, it is. He comes you, in in like four minutes. You have a big Joe Rogan <laughs> sign outside, and I just walked in, and well, we're, we're, feels we're like, like a bait switch. Yeah. yeah, we're like the warm-up, okay, but he cool. will be here. Okay, yes. terrific. Um, yes, yes. When we leave. Now, you, you, you may know this Emmy Award uh, writer by his day job. That's Modern right. family, EP, writer, creator of no, all no. the... No, no, I didn't create you it. You didn't I'd be, yes. I, I would never do this show if I created it. Uh, but uh, um, I would be way too rich. Yes, but way too rich. I'm just okay. an executive but, but, but producer. But still, you just. have brilliance behind it. Yes, everybody uh, says I'm great. Yes. Huge comedy writer. You've uh, worked on and written on every good show. Yes. Um, and Lots also... Lots of bad ones. Well, so many flops. So many flops. So many, so many we'll flops. We'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that. that. But uh, you were kind of, um, to come on, because we want to talk about your book. He started it, which is a collection and a, a sort of a memoir, a dance, if you will, a literary dance that covers the history of your Twitter war with Donald 
Trump. It does. And it is. There are amazing things about it, but I want to make sure we say at the top that all the proceeds from this book go to yes. three charities that have been directly attacked by the Trump cabal. And it, so that's one of the things that makes this so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Planned Parenthood, the um, Wildlife uh, Life Fund, yeah. and um, what's the third one? Races. Races, which Races. we love. We, yeah. talk we talk about all the time. They're um, great. We do a, a portion of our podcast called uh, The Resistance Wrap-Up. So every week we give us, the, our audience a place that they can go do something that's resisting, you know, yes. and racist we've done a number oh. of times because they're just a great organization. Oh, that's amazing. And so, we, yeah, we're told they've re, they, we've, we're, we're getting up there, several several thousands for each, so excellent. very excited. So. Excellent. Now, I remember, just from my personal self, Yeah, I remember when this happened, no. when this went down. Let me try, let me oh, tell you. So you're an OG oh, on I'm that. an OG oh, on this, when this it started. Us, okay? I just got so street. Go and, on. And the word on the, and the, word on oh, the street right. was... Danny Zucker is taking down Donald Trump on Twitter. Yes. Are, you, are you watching this? Yeah. I mean, it was weird when it happened because everybody's like high-fiving me. And I was like, but you can see, like, because at the time he was just a failing reality star. Yeah. Right. And it felt like easy. It felt a little bit like beating up uh, like a four-year-old. Yeah. And, and so I thought, because I think like there's no one we talked to who couldn't destroy Donald Trump in a battle of wits. Mm-hmm. That's you true. Know, it just isn't. I just got lucky and he picked me and I have one... Like my Liam Neeson particular set of skills is I, I can occasionally write a sick burn. Uh, it's not going to save my daughter from from kidnappers, but you know. But it might <laughs> if you make them laugh. Maybe. Well, she makes them laugh, and she, you know. But I think absolutely that what was great about it was so many things are great about it. In retrospect, at that time, like you said, he was a failing reality star. Now it takes on a whole new such huge meaning, meaning. and import. It was so when I sent this to somebody, I sent this to somebody, a friend of mine over at the New York Times, uh, when I was like an early draft of it, and she said that um, it, she said I, it's super funny. I remember when it happened, but it also makes me sad, and I'm yeah. sort of glad about that. I want people to read it. Like I'm hoping it becomes a stocking stuffer, and you can read it because it is when you read like this is. There was a time when we all knew he was, uh, you know, a dimwit right. and, and and a joke and 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 and. Whatever something went wrong in our country that 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 got elected. I it's I can't I I can't even tell you. We were talking. We've talked about this a lot. How people say, "How can you be shocked?" I'm shocked every day. Me too. Every day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Because every day I look and I go, Danny. "This yeah. really happened." No, yes. every day. Every day I wake up and it's. I don't know. Do you ever like you know been in a bad breakup or somebody dies and you there's that moment you wake up in the morning and it's like oh everything's uh, great and, and then, then you, you remember yes and I, I i feel like i've had that for two years exactly yes. it's exhausting it's exhausting <laughs> but i mean I had thick luxurious hair back in 2016 <laughs> didn't we all? and then didn't we all? and then it just fell out I, child, I and i've lost that patience when you're talking about it, it felt like it was too easy i agree we'd have this rule about not well not I was taught this growing up. My mother was very strict about you never, you never fight, even to defend yourself, somebody who's weaker than you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that um, you just step away because it's not fair. Right. Yeah. But this is the problem. He stepped to you. No, yes. he did. He yeah. did. He stepped. That's to- different. No, I'm not. I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah. And he was always a bully. So yes. Even then, I mean, this is we. I grew up. Yeah. Well, this is what I love because the day it started, mm-hmm. that fateful day, that fateful day. I think we all know where we were. Was yeah. April 29th, twenty thirteen. A day. That will live in comedy. It was one forty p.m. in yeah. the afternoon. We yes. had just finished a light lunch at John and Vinny's. Yeah. Somewhere off in the distance, a dog howled. Right. <laughs> and Donald Trump tweets out, just out, 
at Apprentice, the NBC, was in first place in all demos during the 10p hour in the ratings. And for some reason, that day, what, what you saw that and what what you, prompted you? You said, well, I occasionally would go after him with mm-hmm. no response. There were a couple right. of people I went over, and I didn't like to go after celebrities or people like that because it always, as a joke writer, it seems like it's an easy joke. Yeah, yeah. I felt like that was hard, and, and um. I joked that my first, I made a, I made a Chris Brown joke early on in my, in my career mm-hmm. and, um, and that went viral and I, I, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> and then he came in and, and then I just thought, oh, I'm sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So I just tweeted back at him. You said, cool story. Here's how you really did. You retweeted <laughs> The actual rating. Yeah, the easily checkable <laughs> fact available to every human being on the planet. And NBC came in, Celebrity Apprentice came in fourth. Yeah, okay? last place. Last place. This is what I, this is where I think that this was brilliant and amazing and foreshadowing. You called him on a lie. Yes. You called him on a lie. And it is the thing that he hates the most. And if yeah. you think about it, and I really thought about this on Inauguration Day, particularly the day after Inauguration Day, because if you remember... His very first act as president was to send Sean Spicer out. Yes, to lie. To lie tell them to lie about his numbers. He's been lying about his numbers forever. Yes. Forever. Yes. Yes. And that's, that, that's what got him in, though. The attack on his ratings. Yes. So not attack. Not attack. The, the, the truth. truth. The, the truth. The truth Anything about his ratings. Challenging his worldview. Yes. It's like it, he was in. He was in. He was, he was in. And I couldn't believe it. Did you feel any level of satisfaction? Oh my God! I was—I couldn't believe it. It was so. I mean, it's a comedy writer's dream. I know you're like you're actually responding. Uh, like, I have like <laughs> how many times have, do we all sit and and shout at idiots mm-hmm. and blowhards on television, and they don't get to talk back, and we don't get to put them in their place? I actually got to do this for uh, months and months. Yes, and it's to the point where, and you're still blocked. I am still blocked. He right. You know, well, even though there's a court order saying he can't do. Yeah, that. but I, apparently myself and I guess Rosie. Are still blocked and a few a few others. So I find this amazing. So I one of the things I flag my books. Oh yeah, I may I might take a picture. I have to work on the website, but um, <laughs> there's lots of flags. But I went through we and I was trying you know differentiating between what's shade and what's burn. Okay, cool. Um, and it- like so I liked <laughs> this is one of my favorite burns. Trump tweeted just out of curiosity, what makes you care so much about what they think? I study cowards and stupid people. And then you tweeted back, your house has lots of mirrors. <laughs> that was, that one was great. That was yeah. like, That's why you have to get this book. It just tickles you every time you read it. Yeah. Every time you're like, ah, that was a dang burn. No, it's, it was it was great. It was like just having softballs lobbed to you all day long. <laughs> I, I'm taking that page too. Yeah, that's like, yes, with the folding, you do the folding. Yes, and yes. there's lots of great shade. And you know but what? We want you to buy this book. Because we really do. Yes. not only it's great, but it's it, it, you're going to be able to see early on yeah. what we're going through right now. It's amazing. And what I this is how I knew the country was shifting. Because when this was going on, quite literally no one supported Donald Trump yeah. in our in mm-hmm. our in our Twitter war. Yeah. Occasionally there'd be something, uh, you know. Yeah. But you'd have to scroll for pages and pages to find anybody in support of him. And then when he took that fateful trip down the escalator called Mexicans Rapist and stuff like that, shortly after that, Mm -hmm. I would make another normal Donald Trump joke thinking I would get accolades. Mm -hmm. And instead, um, people were, it was nasty. It was was a lot of, um, you know, clever things like, you know, 
your uh, blank. Right. And right. Y O U R. And always that. I was always, I, I was helpfully reminded that I was Jewish quite a bit. That was uh, that was that's right. Ki- that's kind of it people. was cause I, yeah, because I I would forget. occasionally forget. No, that uh, um, no. and so it was really helpful. So this is where you know because I want like I said I could stick we could read page after page after page of sick burns hilarious yeah. stuff. But I want to ask you, yeah, how did it feel then? You because this this had happened in 2013. Yeah, he came down those that escalator in 2015. Yeah, two years later, you two years of your life is going past. Yeah, right. But you've been watching this. Yeah, but the reality is, is then what happens? How do you feel when you see this man now going to run for president? I it's it's a little bit like you've told a joke to like a room full of people mm-hmm. and everybody laughed and then you go to a, you say oh this is killer material I'm going to go tell this room to a room full of people again and only half the people laugh and in yeah. fact the other half of the people are angry at you let's be honest a third yeah but it was weird it felt like some weird betrayal mm. and I felt like. We can't really be letting this happen. Have we sunk this low? I'm not one of those, I'm not one of those fake woke uh, right. white guys who doesn't believe. Like I, I you know, I, I mean, I knew that racism and xenophobia existed and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But the way it just became so bold, and then the yeah. way this guy couldn't disavow David Duke even then, uh, you know, yeah, and at no point. I mean, I just, I, I. I I was talking to like I have a an, an in law who voted for him, mm-hmm. and he I'm says, so and, he, and he, yeah, and he was like, you know, and the the, the the conversation came up. It's like, well, the problem is like you guys think we're all idiots, and I said, no. Here's the thing: we lost the election because mm-hmm. we overestimated your intelligence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dang, that Trump, is too much truth. Trump knew exactly. Who what you your are. intelligence Who were, you are. and yeah. he played on it because yeah. he doesn't. I mean, I think he Trump, said it. You're I, yeah, absolutely right. I think Trump like genuinely hates women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't know what else. Right. I don't think he's ever had to deal with brown people in any right. way to right. care one way or the other. Right. But he genuinely hates women and uh, women of color. I think. He, I think he's got. Oh, definitely women. Women of color, of color especially. Especially. Well, we really but, shouldn't be talking. But he's got. Yeah. He's got <laughs> here's the thing. I think he's got a feeling about brown people. Sure, he does. He's got a feeling. No, he wants them. It's in his gut. It is. Well, we're not it, saying he's racist, but we're saying the racists think he's racist. Exactly. The ra- that's exactly it. Yeah. And he's probably racist. And he is. Yeah, and he's accused. He's racist. actually been accused by the housing uh, department. Uh, Department of Housing and for that's where I first for being racist. That's where I first became aware of him. I, yes. my, my mom was reading the Donald, and it was like you know, my mom dropped an f bomb, and it wow. was about him wow. back when I was a little kid. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's you know, I to me, th- and one of the things I really appreciate that's is actually this is something you wrote. Um, in the book, because this, I see this, people still do this. You said that he's, it's time for us to stop thinking of Donald Trump as a brilliant strategist. Yeah. I was so happy to that, read that. That is so It's my pet so It is my it pet It drives me crazy. Thank you. It drives me nuts so too. There's still, uh, t- two days ago, a journalist I respect <laughs> was just saying, asked the question, I mean, so what do you think his strategy is? What is he trying to do here? It's, 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 everything is self-preservation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a logarithm. He basically goes in, what upsets people, what gets mm-hmm. my idiots to cheer? Mm-hmm. If I can get those, the most racist people, that's, that's all it is. He'll, he'll, he'll yeah. define any, 
anything. It drives me crazy. Oh, yeah, because I think that you're absolutely right. And you, wa- you can watch him do it. That's why he has those weird, every sentence is an equivocation yes. on the beginning of the sentence. So he'll say, you know, and you know what? We're going to go down there and we we might shoot people. We might not. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's and he sees which one hits yeah. and then he goes with that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to, to attribute this, I am so, I was like, oh, thank you, sir. Because yep. I am so sick of hearing this from people that like he's a master manipulator of the media. Oh. No, he's not. No. He's the president, so the media has to watch him. Number one. Right. <laughs> he was a, a star, yes. a reality star, icky one, but he was uh-huh. number two. So to me, this idea that he's sitting around and this is all part of a carefully constructed strategy is ridiculous. Not from him. Yeah. Maybe from Steve Bannon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Frangela. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. And we love it. Love it. Yes. Angela's been using it for like ever, and I love it too. Okay, just go to stitchfix.com slash frangela and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. Ooh, ooh, and you can, every day, pretty much you can go on there and just hit things you like, Mm -hmm. and it's like how they help, like, fill out your profile. It's fun, it's amazing, it's easy, and you get paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay for only what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchange and returns are always free. Yeah, they send the shipping envelope with you. It's so easy. Yeah. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. So you don't have to do it every month or every month, whenever you want. Yes. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied towards anything you keep from your shipment. That's right. And if you keep it all, there are discounts. It is amazing. I love it. I've loved every box I've gotten. Yeah. So get started now at stitchfix.com slash frangela and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash frangela to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash frangela. Do it. You will love it. You'll love it. Oh my goodness, I love my Tomboy X underwear, oh, only Angela. as much as I love him, which is infinite. <laughs> Tomboy X has solved so many problems for me. This is my new favorite thing. Yes. Okay, Tomboy X panties. Let me tell you something about them. <laughs> First of all, I'm so sick of getting underwear as a gift from here as an adult. I still get underwear from my mom. And a lot of times it's more about warmth (laughs) than comfort or attractiveness or hipness. Well, my Tomboy X underwear, it's like putting on a dream wrapped in a cloud. That's exactly what it's like. If you want to know what that's like, you have to get some Tomboy X pants. I'm saying it's underwear. I'm over underwear that was more frills than function. I I want underwear that shows me as I see myself. And what powerful. Yes. Strong. And you know what? And there's so many designs to choose from. And you can get it in bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts. Get all, one of each. Get, one of get, each. Get two of each. You could have whatever you want. Soft bras, razorback bras, in everyday basic colors, fun seasonal prints, which are, they're all, they're really fun. Yes. And brilliant colors. All options come in extra small to 4X. Why? Because they are good to Americans. They are. And let me tell you something. They fit and they're comfortable. So regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. Go to TomboyX.com slash Frangela and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And and the final word listeners will get an extra 15% off with code Frangela. Again, code Frangela, that's F-R-A-N-G-E-L-A for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing right now. Just take them off. Yes. Get rid of them. Snatch them off. Ditch, just ditch them for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash Frangela. 
interesting when I when you read this book is is that you work in words yeah you yes. that you traffic in words that's what you do yes and, <laughs> thank and, you and <laughs> that's, that's what you do I've never felt sure. I've never felt more grand <laughs> in my life you basically are words uh, yes. and you you're are rhetoric. words I paint with words you, you paint are with words. there you are your and muse and so one of the things that <laughs> you know tool. we've always talked about in terms of Trump, is narrative. Yeah. And because what it felt like when I'm reading your book, you know, and this exchange, is that what you saw was, you're like, no, you cannot create this narrative. Yeah. And you were able to get in there in ways that I feel like the the press is just beginning. They're, they're just starting to. They're just starting to. I hold them, I mean, I gotta say, I hold our, the press I like, a lot of them responsible for this. Yep. I think part of the problem was, there, it's CNN has dealt with this a lot. Even MSNBC has too, to some extent, but false equivalency. Thank you. And we know. Oh my God, this is great. I'm at the first AME church right now. It's amazing. I've always wanted to go. The You may be black. I know. Oh, I may. I hope so. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. No, God, I wish. More than me. I wish. The But when they would put you know, there's a Republican Party and a Democratic Party, and those are two valid points of view. I disagree with one. I agree with the other. But you can't deny that these are two different ways of seeing the world. Yes. And they're valid. You, But when you put people on supporting Trump, which they still do. Yes. Like, like just yesterday, what's his name? Corey Pens- Lewandowski was on. Yeah, I know. And, and the, Rick Santorum oh was talking God. about the the climate change mm-hmm. and, and talking about, like, well, we don't know. It's like... No, you don't do that. That's not two equal sides. And I feel the same thing with Trump. That's not a valid... It's not a valid philosophy. It's based on cool. lies, easily provable lies. There's already a network that's doing that. Yep. Regular, but you know, and I don't need to see another think piece from the New York Times Thank telling me you. telling me how oh. the, the Nazis are thinking. Thank what you. can we do then? Oh. oh, I love this. Oh yes, preach. Holy holla. cow! I'm I, gonna have to talk in tongues. Oh my god, she's just grabbed two snakes and is oh. handling them right now. It's unbelievable. Oh, it is power. Oh my god, glory. Please keep those away from me. I tell you that this is a huge issue for us that yeah. we talk about all the time. That here's my thing, and I think people like, as much as I respect him, like Bill Maher, I've heard say this a number of times. Yeah. They seem to say one of their viewpoint seems to be that, or they say it very clearly that um, having Nazis on, giving a platform to right. white nationalist Nazis, seditious terrorist organizations yeah. that have actively murdered, yeah. attacked, and harassed communities since this nation's inception, really. For sure, but that 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 somehow I they say well you know we need to give everybody needs to get uh, to get their point of view and I'm like actually no No. this is not a valid philosophy furthermore. Correct me if I'm wrong. Particularly when they were talking about um, whether comedians at college campuses are having Milos, yeah, what's yeah, his name, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. A co- may not be at a ca- college campus and people protesting. I'm saying, well, these kids need to hear this. And I went, number one, they're not kids. Yeah. Number one, they're adults. I know white people don't tend to age in this country until they decide they're adults. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but because uh, they're still a child. Yeah, which is weird because is white cracks a lot. It does. <laughs> it I cracks know. terribly. You, look I at me. Not, no, I did not look, say it, Dan. No, but you I said it. I, I did honestly, not. I look like the surface of Mars. You know, no. I don't believe in God that he doesn't give with both hands. That's all I'm saying. So, That's true. I do, get all, I'm just saying. I do get all the privilege. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but they, I, I look back at that 
it, that's, it drives us both absolutely crazy. Ooh, it's not a valid philosophy. And if you think that there's a single person in America who grows up without knowing what a racism is or without knowing what the Klan is or what, like, really, that's education we need. Because I would, I would hazard to say that what we need in education in the fact that black history, African-American history is just history. It's American history. It's American yeah. history. And that, that shouldn't, doesn't need to be. It, the fact that we have to make it a separate class in order to have it at yeah. all, um, it drives me literally. There's nothing new. In fact, one basic tenant of white nationalism, of this sort of backward reactionary thought, is a fear of change. Mm-hmm. So there's, they don't have any, they don't even have new slogans. They yeah. don't have new slurs. No. There's no new information no. or intel no. coming out. They ain't no. saying nothing new. They there's nothing, no. it's not a free speech, it's called, it's not a free speech violation to not want to hear these people speak. It's called taste and discernment. Right. Like, and it just drives me crazy. Right, and there's a reason why no great music comes from it. There's a reason why none of them are ever funny. When, no. the, when they right. try their comedy shows, so it bad. is so bad. They don't even know how to protest. No. Yeah, so they keep screwing up their protest, which drives me. It's I oh. don't want to help them, but I'm like, the, remember they were going to uh, Starbucks and mm-hmm. having put Trump on all their cups? Yes. Right. I was like, you idiots, you're still buying the coffee. I know. You know? Or, you know, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's my question. You okay. know, let's talk about the intersection of politics and pop culture. Sure. And, or the collision. Or the collision. Crash. Yes. yes. Death rattle. Tell me where you think this all, because right now I feel like, in my observation, it's not my a feeling, my observation is, is that we are, politics is being led by comedy. I, I firmly believe this. I, I don't think it should. I don't think right. this, I, I, this is not to build up comedy, even they, though that's the group I'm in, right. but it, it should diminish um, what news is. And I'm hoping we reevaluate news mm-hmm. because it's ob- objectivity is different than um, than not calling something out as Thank a lie. Yeah. And what comedy does and what people, you know, it's, we saw it with Jon Stewart, but all the late night guys and John Oliver and Colbert and yep. Kimmel. And these are people who are telling honest stories as real things. You know, they're talk- when, when Jimmy talks about his son and, and how that and, and seeing yep. what happened with health care, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the obnoxious thing about it is the right has made issues that are not political political. Yes. Like, yeah. global warming is not a political issue anywhere no. No. except for the Republican Party. Nowhere in the world. Yeah. Um, we all live on this planet. Exactly. Kids who shouldn't die because they were not born into a wealthy family yeah. for a curable disease. Like, that's not political. No. It's just not. But they've made it political. So comics at least are have a way of, you know, saying this truth right and, and i you know i, I want to just even dig down a little bit deep, deeper sure. with that in terms of the truth it's that the public has now had to come to comedy that's right yeah. to find truth about politics we're in a lane that we that a few george carlin was in yeah. maybe, yes. maybe you yeah. know it's like maybe maybe yeah no it's it's completely different because we don't because we have there, there, I don't know. There's so much money in news, and news yeah. is a, news is its own entertainment source. And you know, you listen to CNN, and he talked about you know when he was putting people like um, uh, Kelly McEnany on the show as a panel yeah. thing, and they 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 defended it. It was like it's a story. It's mm-hmm. like these are characters, and it's like no, they're not. They're not characters. You're you're telling people that this point of view is valid, and at least a comic can be independent and yes. is serving. You know, first, you if you want to be funny. That the, tr- the best 
comedy comes out of truth. So yes. they tend to be truth tellers. Yeah. So, well. And you create situational comedy. Yes. And to, to me, like the, the, the parallels yeah. in this situation is insane. We me. get asked this question a lot and it, it bothers both of us. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you get asked it too. But how do they ask it, Francis? They basically they, say... They, they go, so, so. Um, right now, with Trump in the White House, I mean, isn't this great fodder for your comedy? Oh, my God. I mean, come on. You Don't try. you just love it? I, it's so good for you. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. I, I, I wanted to say, I, I, I had a very, very good comedy career. <laughs> I make, I, yes, I've been, objectively. I've been making a nice living yes. for a couple of years oh. before what? Trump came along. Yeah, I didn't really need fine. his help. I got really chewy there. But um, uh, but he, uh, so we didn't need this. Yeah. No. I, I, I didn't no. need it. No, you know, it was, it no. was, it was real, like, yeah. I would never make the world pay this high a price for a joke. Yeah, no. it's no. not. Never, ever, ever, It's ever. not worth it. But you know what's interesting? The other side it is good for them. And the way that they're asking us, isn't Trump good for you, though, because you get to do this? Mm-hmm. The right commentators are saying to them, like, they do feel that way. Yes. Most of them Oof. know he's a dip. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and you can uh, swear in here if you want to. Oh, I can say dip yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's a podcast. I dip should have told you that. Oh, my God. Fuck, I can't believe I'm I, so yes. sorry we didn't tell you before. Yes. Oh, my God. I would have been so much funnier <laughs> in the first. <laughs> We should have told you. We're just enthralled with you being here. Uh, Sorry, okay. we didn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead, swear. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. this cocksucker. Um, uh, 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 no, but you know that they feel like they, they are benefiting from it because yes. every, you can watch. There's been, there was that one moment that was so telling when he was calling into Fox and Friends mm-hmm. and he wouldn't get off the phone for two hours and you could see their faces. <laughs> they were trying to get and off they the were phone. Like, they because yes. they're not great actors. No, they're just they're 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 empty. They, they've sold their soul, mm-hmm. what was left of it, and what little intelligence. And yeah. um, so yeah. yeah but what is it? Uh, Paul Slansky wrote, I think, uh, in your or it said uh, yeah, yeah. every accusation is a confession. Yes, that's the that is if that is like woo. he told me that during the campaign, and it always stuck with me. It's so hey, I wrote this book, co-wrote this book with Paul Slansky. Um, if you want to check out like a really amazing book, when we became friends back when he was, I was, he's a little older than I am, but he had written this book on the Reagan eighties called the clothes have no emperor. Yeah. I oh, saw yeah. That. yeah. And it's an, it's yeah. an, it's an amazing, amazing book. It still holds up. And, uh, but as we were sitting there, he's like, when he's talking about pay for play with Hillary, it's mm-hmm. like, it's a confession. You're going to pay like, there's yes. nothing he says to anybody that is something he's not doing. Yeah. Which I think is amazing. And I think what you're talking about, too, about the false equivalencies, how I think the media, and I think I know, that the media got into this, um, They, it's almost like they felt like if they said something negative about Trump, they had to say something negative about Hillary. If they exactly. said something negative, without looking at the quality of those negative comments exactly. at all. Exactly. Because there's and a who big... who was saying the, the negative part on this side, and who was saying the negative part on this side. It's Thank exactly you. right. It's and a... those aren't equivalencies. That's actually not how we get at the truth. And their job isn't to be, isn't to do that. Their job is to report the report truth. the news yes. the truth <laughs> yes not, yeah. not it's, it's evenly yes it's like it, yeah this idea of that you need balance on these either sides no that's not 
true. That's not how scientists approach a problem. Mm-hmm. It's not, not how anything. It's like, you know, it's like, yes, we've spent a lot of time talking about gravity, but what about those people who don't believe in gravity? Let's work on Let's that. Work on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a, a friend who went on a really horrific date, first date with somebody, <laughs> um, and they, for some reason, went to Schindler's List. And so this is how long ago this was. That's but um, I know, I was like, what an interesting choice. Sexy um, <laughs> Very sexy. Um, at the end of the movie, it's dead quiet. People are crying, sniffling, and her date says... Well, I think that was a little unfair to the Germans. Oh, my God. And it was like, she said every head went thump around to look at him. And she was like, I think we're done here. Yeah. yeah. We're, yeah. That to me, I always Thank think of that coming. moment of like when people are like, well, you know, we're uh, being balanced. I'm like, no, there's no good side to the Nazis. That's it. There's no, no good side. Watch them. I don't need to know what their point of view. I mean, no, it's like, I get no it. There's no point of view I got there. It. They're, they're just monsters. They're monsters. <laughs> That's just I'm with the you. way it is. I'm with you. And it drives me crazy. Thank you. Another article on the deep inner workings of your average idiot racist. Yeah. Like, dude, who oh, cares? They're just like us. You know, they're just trying to make their way. They don't have to hate brown people so, and Jews right. and anybody right. else look like them, but whatever. It's the same. I mean, to me, it's like the the equivalent, the worst equivalent of the whole, look, celebrities, they're just like us. Yes, it you is. You know, it it's is. a picture of Paula Abdul shopping at Rite Aid or whatever. Yeah. And then they go, oh, look at Nazis. They're just like us. I'm like, no, they're not. not- These are evil, seditious terrorists. We yes. need to make that article. Nazis, just like us. And do it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at us. They yeah, yeah. They breathe. Here's Richard Spencer. They plan lynchings. <laughs> like, just like all of us. Getting chafing cream. Listen, everybody, we want you. It's the holiday time. It all is. Right? This is such a great, you should get this for everybody such you know. a great read. He started it. My t- Twitter war with Trump by Danny Zucker. Yeah, it's on Paul Amazon. Go to Amazon. It's right there. You can go to hestarted.com for some articles, mm. I do some some interviews. I I do some interpretive dance on oh, the site. Well, right. I, I was, we, before we came on the uh, mics, we, I was saying you've got to do an audible of it. And we're planning that too. You have to. Yeah. And if you need anybody to go, dang, we would be happy would to you, do that. Would you be my hype people? We would oh, love to be. Yes. Let me tell you something. If we you would like, do that, you're sold. Just, yes. like, Just stand behind oh, and go, yes, right. Right here. That's what Danny said. I want to get a hype. That's how I've made it. If I just want a hype person... Right behind you. Next all time, time you go to show, we'll don't we'll just come and stand behind you. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yes, preach. Y'all gonna laugh at that joke? I don't need to see. I'm telling the casting people, I don't need to see anything else. I just hired you in the room. There we go. <laughs> Seriously, because this I'm going to tell you something, and it is the kind of book that you just I just when I'm just sitting by my desk and I'm like oh, I'm a little bummed. I just heard something off. Like oh, oh thank oh, you. Oh, here's a good one. Yes. There's so many great burns. You guys are great. And by the way, just I should say this: I enjoyed you at Politicon. Oh, were you there? Yeah, I, I swung by. I was going you know what? That it. was a hard panel. That, that was, was a hard panel. By the way, so many of those panels were hard. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, before we got on the panel, before us, we uh, was uh, we didn't see it, but I guess which one was it? I forget what it was called, but okay. I guess some something went down. Something went down because the energy was very. There was um, a, there were there, I, I, this year. This year there was no funny. The yeah. people weren't laughing this year. No, no. last and year I didn't people see were as, willing to laugh, but you oh. didn't see as many of the Trump people. Trump like in regalia. No people. Like, were, no, I could not believe the pride with which. People yeah. to You're me, it was like uh, honestly, they're like yeah. wearing a like wearing a Trump hat to me is like I, I, I would much sooner wear a hat that said I suffer from erectile dysfunction <laughs> than wear a mega hat. Yes. Like, but they're proud of the things we yeah. should not be proud. No, of. there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing to be proud of here. In fact, I'm deeply, deeply, especially. I feel like I say this every week, actually, especially this week. I mean, watching oh. women and children and anybody, being innocent gassed. people trying to asylum, being tear gassed. It's just yeah. like, yeah. and then have people go. It's pepper spray. It's like pepper, like you put on your nacho. 
shows. Oh my god, that guy. So disgusting. Um, yeah, yeah, America. But Yay. this is a great. If you, it will make you feel better, and you'll be hurting Trump's cabal by donating to three very worthwhile charities yes. that he has personally attacked. Yes, yes, yes. Planned Parenthood, World Wildlife Fund, and Racist. Come on, get that money out. Buy this book. Buy this book. Buy five. Buy five. Buy five. Get a sixth one for the exact same price. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And you know what? You should just buy a bunch. Uh, keep them in your car. And then when you run into people and you realize you That's don't have a right. gift for them, put a bow on it. Done. Right. <laughs> Give them to the Trump hating people in your life. Oh. Trump loving people oh, in your yes. life. Oh. Because they, they'll, even they'll laugh. They'll be like, well, okay, he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> and even if they don't, so what? It's so what? <laughs> Danny Zucker, thank, thank you, you so much. Oh my God. Much. Thank you, Frank. Oh. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. This yes. was so much fun. Uh, I'm Francis Cowell. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word Dialogues. <laughs> From the Westwood One Podcast Network. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.